Greetings, friends. Welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean. Today we are doing what we've done for many years uh, t- to start our week, which is to begin the week with some wisdom and some encouragement from the Psalms and from the Proverbs. And it's never been more important than it is right now. In a world of just complete and utter, never-ending chaos and trouble and... What's the word? I can't help but wonder if we are watching birth pains. Because there's never really a break before the next thing, is there? There's always something... It's just mess after mess after mess after mess. Deception after deception after deception after deception. Lie, lie, lie. Propaganda, lie, propaganda. War. It's just never-ending. And at times we can feel like we're just being bombarded with it and... It can bring on the most horrible emotion that a human being can experience, which is hopelessness. And the Word of God is here this morning to remind you that you, those of you who have trusted in the saving grace, those of you who have a relationship with God, you are not like the rest of the world who are without hope. David's going to be crying out to God in our Psalms today, Psalm 140, crying out to be delivered from the wicked and that God would not allow the wicked to continue to prosper in their evil. That's certainly a prayer that we can relate to, can't we? And then we're also going to read Psalm 141. It's only ten verses. David's crying out for two things. One, again, to be delivered, to be protected. But also, that God would keep him from sinful behavior. We'll talk about that when we get there. Open up your hearts. King James Bible this morning, Psalm 140, 141, and then we're going to be starting Proverbs over. So we'll be ready for Proverbs 1. Let's begin. Deliver me, O Lord, from the evil man. Preserve me from the violent man, which imagine mischiefs in their heart. Continually they are gathered together for war. They have sharpened their tongues like a serpent adder's poison is under their lips. Selah. Keep me, O Lord, from the hands of the wicked. Preserve me from the violent man who have purposed to overthrow my goings. The proud have hid a snare for me and cords. They have spread a net by the wayside. They have set gins for me. Selah. I said unto the Lord, Thou art my God. Hear the voice of my supplications, O Lord. O God, the Lord, the strength of my salvation, 
thou hast covered my head in the day of battle. Grant not, O Lord, the desires of the wicked, further not his wicked devices, lest they exalt themselves. Selah. As for the head of those that compass me about, let the mischief of their own lips cover them. Let burning coals fall upon them. Let them be cast into the fire, into deep pits, that they rise not up again. Let not an evil speaker be established in the earth. Evil shall hunt the violent man to overthrow him. I know that the Lord will maintain the cause of the afflicted and the right of the poor. Surely the righteous shall give thanks unto thy name. The upright shall dwell in thy presence. So that is Psalm 140. David's just crying out to God for deliverance from the evil man, from the violent man, the, the one who's just daily, all they do is they sit and conjure up mischief in their hearts they have tongues like a serpent they're violent they're always trying to lay traps we are definitely the whole world is ruled by this there's so much evil One thing that frustrates me is when people be like, oh, well, we've always thought we were living in the end times. Or um, here, one of my favorites that I just can't, my eyes on, I'm rolling my eyes in disbelief at the ignorance that they, I feel like they're just going to get stuck in the back of my head. That's how like put off I am by this very statement. And that is, well, it's not as, it's not really, it's not any worse than any time before. It's just, we just know about it more. Because of social media, I just, I'm just like, are you kidding me? Are you actually serious right now? And I understand. People are just trying to make themselves feel better, convince themselves that it's not as bad as it really is. But it is. And being ignorant of it is ridiculous. Because ignorance just is just putting your head in the sand not engaging in the war at all. When you realize how evil it is, how bad it is, and how they are just waiting to devour your children, then you might be willing to start fasting and praying and engaging in the spiritual warfare on a regular basis. And you might be more willing to fill yourself and your family up with the word of God. And you might be more willing to prioritize prayer over scrolling through your phone when you realize how desperate things are. David had a sense of how desperate things were because he was constantly being chastened with the threat of death and war, which caused him to be a person who had to constantly be dependent on on God and God's protection. 
get this into your hearts. If you haven't, te- if you if you can't tell, I'm in a mood this morning. Let's get to Psalm 141. It's only 10 verses. This is one of the things that I appreciate about David. Is that he is not ignorant of his own depravity. He knows that left to himself, without God's grace, that he will fall to his lustful, sinful, fleshful desires. He knows who's the one... See, David doesn't think that he's necessarily just so good and has so much self-control. He understands that it's actually the grace and mercy of God that keeps him from sin, which is why he prays that God would. This is a lost art in Christianity today. The idea that I go to God and ask him to help me, to hold me back, to put guards over my mouth so I don't say stupid things, to, you know, God, you take the key to the door to my lips. Lord, you keep me from presumptuous sin, which means willful, intentional, sinful behavior. Let's get to it. Ten verses here. Psalm 141. Lord, I cry unto thee. Make haste unto me. Give ear unto my voice when I cry unto thee. Let my prayer be set forth before thee as incense and as the lifting up of my hands as the evening sacrifice. Set a watch, O Lord, before my mouth. Keep the door to my lips. Incline not my heart to any evil thing to practice wicked works with men that work iniquity. And let me not eat of their dainties. Please note, what's he doing there? Lord, you be in charge of what comes out of my mouth. Don't let me be led astray by wicked men to do and be enticed by their evil. Verse 5, let the righteous smite me. It shall be a kindness. And let him reprove me. It shall be an excellent oil which shall not break my head. For yet my prayer also shall be in their calamities. Listen. What is David saying? Let the righteous smite me. It'll It'll be a kindness. Let him reprove me. It shall be excellent oil. Most people don't want this today, do they? Hey, I really think you should make this life change. This is, you know, this is a sinful behavior. This is potentially harming you. And don't judge me, right? That's the response. Don't judge. Don't don't judge. Don't judge. Like that's all you hear. Completely ignoring the fact that Paul says, actually, don't waste time judging. Uh, people outside of the church it's the people inside that you should be judging wait I thought you weren't supposed to judge at all Jesus doesn't say don't judge ever in fact he says by their fruit you will know them the 
teaching is that the measure in which you judge, you will be judged. Not that you shouldn't make judgments. Or what about the fact that iron is supposed to sharpen iron? But that's the minute you point out sinful behavior or suggest that you should actually walk in righteousness and holiness if you know Christ, immediately the the fences go up because nobody wants to hear that. They want to be comfortable in their sin. Just uh, that, That's just reality of how people act. But not David. What does David say? Let the righteous smite me. It should be a kindness. Let them reprove me. It's an excellent oil. By the way, before we read the last few verses, someone's going to want to know, do I have a verse for what I just said about Paul saying, you know, don't worry about judging the people outside. It's those who are inside. Go to 1 Corinthians real quick, chapter 5, verses 10 through 13. Paul's even saying, hey, don't even, don't even spend time and eat with those who live this way. Verse 10, chapter 5. Yet not altogether... With the fornicators of this world, or with the covetous, or extortioners, or with idolaters. For then must ye needs go out of the world. But I, but now I have written unto you, not to keep company. If any man that is called a brother, who's he talking about? If any man be called a brother, he's talking about the faith. If someone's a brother in the faith, listen to what he says. But now I have written unto you, not to keep company. If any man that is called a brother be a fornicator, or a covetous, or an idolater, or a railer, or a drunkard, or extortioner, with such a one do not eat. No, not to eat. For I have told you, for what I do to judge them also that are without. Do not you judge them that are within What's the context? Don't keep company with those who claim to be Christians who are fornicators, coveters, idolaters, railers, drunkards, and extortioners. With such a one, don't even eat. Haven't I told you, don't judge those who are without, outside of the church. Judge them that are within. And God will deal with the ones that are outside. Verse 13, but them that are without, God judges. Therefore, put away from among yourselves that wicked persons whole side teaching but i mentioned the verse so i needed to actually read it let's finish up our psalm so we can get to proverbs chapter one back to verse five let the righteous smite me it shall be a kindness and let them reprove me it shall be an excellent oil which shall not break my head for yet my prayer also shall be in their calamities when their judges are overthrown in stony places, they shall hear my words, for they are sweet. Our bones are scattered at the grave's mouth, as when one cutteth and cleaveth wood upon the earth. But my eyes are unto thee, O God, the Lord. In thee is my trust. Leave not my soul desolate. Keep me from the snares which they have laid for me. And the gins of the workers of iniquity let the wicked fall into their own nets, whilst that I withal escape.
All right, that is our psalms for this week. I apologize for the sidetracks and side thoughts this morning. Let's get some wisdom, shall we? 33 verses, Proverbs chapter 1. The Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel. To know wisdom and instruction, to perceive the words of understanding. To receive the instruction of wisdom, justice, and judgment, and equity. To give subtly to the simple, to the young man, knowledge and discretion. A wise man will hear and will increase learning. And a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsels. To understand a proverb and the interpretation, the words of the wise and their dark sayings. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. How true it is, right? We just talked about how if you dare correct somebody's sinful behavior or call it out at all, what do they do? Ah, they don't want to hear it. Right? We just went over that whole thing. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. You can't even begin to be wise until you have a proper reverence and fear, meaning actual fear for the one who can destroy the body and the soul in hell. Once you have the proper fear of God, then you can start obtaining real knowledge. But fools, they despise wisdom and instruction, right? Verse 8, my son, hear the instructions of thy father and forsake not the law of thy mother. For they shall be an ornament of grace unto thy head and the chains about thy neck. My son, if sinners entice thee, consent thou not. If they say, Come with us, let us lay wait for blood, let us look privately for the innocent without cause. Let us swallow them up alive as the grave, and whole as those that go down in the pit. We shall find all precious substance, we shall fill our houses with spoil. Cast in thy lot among us, and let us have one purse. My son, walk not thou in the way with them, refrain thy foot from their path. Please note, isn't it interesting that we just read Psalm 141 where David's saying, keep me from sin and don't let me get mixed up with those who are sinning, who are doing evil. Let me not be enticed by their dainties. And the and King Solomon here, Proverbs chapter 1, he's saying, stay away from them and don't let them entice you to do all this evil. Verse 16, for their feet run to evil and make haste to shed blood. Surely in vain the net is spread in the sight of any bird, and they lay wait for their own blood. They lurk privately for their own lives. So are the ways of every one that is greedy of gain, which taketh away the life of the owners thereof. Wisdom crieth without, she uttereth her voice in the streets. She crieth in the chief places of concourse, in the openings of the gates, 
in the cities she uttereth her words, saying, How long, you simple ones, will you love simplicity? And the scorners delight in their scorning, and the fools hate knowledge. Turn you at my reproof. Behold, I will pour out my spirit unto you. I will make known my words unto you. Because I have called, and ye have refused. I have stretched out my hand, and no man regarded. But ye have set at naught all my counsel, and with none of my reproof. I also will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when your fear cometh. When your fear cometh as desolation, your destruction cometh as a whirlwind, when distress and anguish cometh upon you, then you shall cry upon me, but I will not answer. They shall seek me early, but they will not find me. Why is this? Why, why is this going to happen where they're going to find themselves in a place of desperation, but they're going to be laughed at? Their calamities are going to be mocked? Why? Well, it told us in the beginning, but it's going to tell us again here. Here's why. Verse 29. For they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord. You want to be willfully ignorant. You want to be a fool, as what the Bible describes as a fool. Those who hate knowledge, who refuse to fear God. Don't come crying after you've just did all, just act like a fool on top of a fool and created a disaster for yourself. Harsh words. Verse 30. They would none of my counsel. They despised all my reproof. Therefore shall they eat of the fruit of their own way. In other words, they're going to reap what they have sown. And be filled with their own devices. For the turning away of the simple shall slay them, and the prosperity of fools shall destroy them. But whoso hearkeneth unto me shall dwell safely, and should be quiet from fear of evil. That is our teaching for this morning. If you, if you, <laughs> yes, it is wisdom and encouragement, but if you wanted someone to make you feel comfortable in your sin, make you feel comfortable with a casual attitude towards God, you've come to the wrong place, haven't you? Lord, help us all. I pray that you've been blessed this morning. Please forgive my frustrations this morning. Sometimes you just get to a point where you're just like, man, people just need to be told the truth and they need to be told it with absolute bluntness. And I pray that that's not been a turnoff for any of you this morning. I have to look in the mirror and say these very things to myself. Because I'm also a, a flawed human being who has to rely on God to keep him from sin. Just like David, just like all of us. But let's not be fools. Let's not be ignorant of these truths. Let's allow the righteous to, you know, iron to sharpen iron. Let's allow the righteous to correct us about some things. Maybe God's speaking through them, trying to uh, make you aware of some behaviors that he wants you to remove from your life. 
If you think God's completely content and happy with you just walking in your sin and that he doesn't care about it at all, you deceive yourself. There you go. Thank you for listening. I pray that this podcast is feeding you and piercing your hearts and causing you to draw closer to God. Peace and grace be with all of you. And until next time, God bless.